0: Indeed it is time for Radio Nibbles, and there are some plates heaped with food and, you know, John, take it away. Tell us what we're about to eat and who you're about to talk to. Well, welcome to uh, Radio Nibbles. Since we're uh, gathered around the summer buffet table here at KGNU, uh, of course we have to eat. And... uh, I'm going to let my guest uh, describe what we're about to taste. Our, our guest today is, a, is an old friend and a big figure in Boulder Food, one of the original farm-to-table uh, chefs, uh, Jim Smailer, who has uh, established a, a reputation over the years at the Boulder Cork. He's now uh, retired from there doing a bunch of things, and we're going to talk about that. Welcome back, Jim. Thanks, John.
1: It's good to be here. We've, uh, we've got a lot to talk about.
0: Well, let's 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 start with uh, what you brought and what we can uh, learn about it. Okay, uh, what I brought today
1: is um, some slow roasted uh, tri tip um, done in a Western Slope Rancho Duranzo um, apricot barbecue sauce. Uh, and I was talking to John earlier that I've been dabbling with tri tip, and it's become kind of an all the rage um, cut of beef. Uh, especially in California they call it Santa Maria steak and but anyway I've been I'm gonna go to the restaurant I'm gonna go to the cork after this and put a couple of them on the smoker and I've just been playing around with this cut of meat but it's really it's got a lot of marbling and it's just it's kind of fun so you're gonna enjoy that today
0: and it's uh, for folks at home uh, tri-tip is one of those lesser-known cuts that's uh, more affordable And uh, really, uh, really tasty and perfect for summer barbecue. This
1: is some Nyman Ranch um, Prime. Uh, So it's got all the pedigrees, um, all the humane aspects. And it's it's just a delicious cut of beef. It's got a ton of marbling and a lot of it. You have to give it some love because it's not a super tender cut. So it takes some cooking time. But um, it's been, I just saw Bobby Flay doing something with it the
0: other day. And it was on Chopped and... It's yeah. so go ahead um the other thing i wanted to ask you i saw a picture of you the other day on social media holding a uh, a gigantic fish uh my, my favorite um
1: and they're not uh it was a a uh, alaskan troll king salmon and i've been bringing them them into the cork and they're just they're the love of my life and they're 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 an expensive fish and, uh, and I, that picture you know i take them out to the garden at the cork and hold
0: them but um yeah i've been doing some specials with them at the restaurant but for the, for folks at home what's the best way to treat uh, a piece of fish like that with respect say on the grill olive oil salt and pepper a little lemon juice when it comes off
1: and just do and leave and you put it
0: directly on the, yep. on the
1: grates. directly on the grates. you can leave the skin on or the skin off depending on what profile you want and cook it medium rare
0: and, so, get, and and probably pull it off before you think it's done because it'll continue to cook a little bit. Uh, it's the it's so mild. It's just the best
1: fish and Alaskan king salmon or king salmon in general equates to about two percent of all salmon production. So it's uh, it's not easy to come by. It's a short window and it's uh, it's expensive, but it's fun.
0: Uh, you just came back from a uh, a visit to uh, Mexico, Mexico, and. Um, You uh, weren't concentrated so much on food but on spirits from Mexico that are uh, a little out of the ordinary forgotten spirits that sometimes they call them but I'll, I'll do this kind of quick because uh, but
1: it's really what I brought back and I'm going to do something at the cork um, with our mixologist but um, some spirits, the first one called Rasia, R-A-I-C-I-L-L-A and it's an agave um, spirit but not necessarily made with blue agave it can be a couple different kinds but it's very artisanally produced um, the particular one that I have, the distillation column is an old tree trunk um and this is a coastal product and it's kind of in between a mezcal and a tequila and it's just wonderful but I'm gonna do this cocktail um, or start with it with yeah
0: and uh, there's some other spirit Uh,
1: Bacanora, which is from Sonora. It's also an agave distillate. distillate. And um, this particular one was called agua de miel, which means uh, honey water. And they they distill that uh, in artisanal fashions also. And uh, a spirit called Pos. It's pr- pronounced P-O-X, which is made with corn. Um, and it so is it like bourbon? No, it's a clear liquid. It's like uh, it's like liquid lightning, but um, it's <laughs> also retains some of its nuances. And, and where's that from? Chiapas, Chiapas, and mm-hmm. some other places in Mexico also produce Pos, but Chiapas is where it's
0: famous from. Question? No. Uh, I was just eating this delicious. Sandwich the, this is uh, remarkably delicious, and uh, our uh, crew of uh, volunteers and and the staff are are going to uh, enjoy something uh, mighty tasty. So tender, so nicely flavored. I love the apricot uh, sauce on it, and um, I assume your it's it's mostly just the. The juices from the meat and the apricot, and and yeah, and like any other barbecue sauce, it's got a little of this, a little of that in it.
1: But um, I'm going to go make some more at the restaurant after I leave the studio today. But one thing I'd like to get in, John, real quick that we talked about: I've been doing some benefits, uh, which keeps me busy um, with the Humane Society and also with Greenwood Wildlife. And when I do that at the Cork, I'm in there, and I usually do a special too while I'm in there. So I'm still having fun with the restaurant. There's still family,
0: and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I would um, let people know that there's actually a room at the uh, Boulder Humane Society named the the Jim Smalley Room. Yep, very proud of it. And uh, he's raised a tremendous amount of money uh, for the organization. And you have a bunch of other uh, benefits and farm dinners and things coming up, yeah?
1: I have a couple uh, with the Humane Society coming up, Um, yep. And I will continue to do that. It's uh, I love doing it. And it gets me in the restaurant every
0: once in a while in the evening. So I can reconnect with a lot of customers. Um, because uh, there's people all over town who have uh, gotten to know Jim over the years uh, at the restaurant. And, uh, you know, in the past, uh, you've been in the kitchen cooking. And, uh, you know, stuck in there. <laughs> and now, you know, when you are there, you can you can do what is most fun because talking to people exactly talking to people and still um creating things and uh, getting my hands in food and you're uh also helping out at the uh cure organic farm stand absolutely which is which is fun I love it I'm out
1: there on um Saturdays I actually worked there this past Sunday too but I'm out there um from twelve o'clock until you know two thirty three o'clock and cure is really starting to get rolling it was a you know everybody knows that this has been a slow season because of the rain and things like that but we've
0: got all kinds of good stuff coming so come. So, uh- Couple things that are uh, coming in and how to how to prepare them. French
1: melons from the western slope, Charente should be in so soon. The best melon. Come see me on a Saturday and you'll you'll get the best melon you've ever had. We don't have them yet, but um, apricots what, just started coming in. What what local? Um, local wow, asparagus is winding down. What are we going to get into? Summer squash is just kicking in. No tomatoes yet. You
0: know, a um, lot of squash around. Yeah, you, a lot of summer squashes uh, coming and. Uh, What's the what's your favorite way to uh, make summer squash tasty?
1: Well, first, when you've got summer squash, you also have squash blossoms. And we had some this past uh, Saturday, and I absolutely love squash blossoms. So that's mm, something... You stuff them with cheese? Stuff them with cheese, stuff them with goat cheese, a little bit of egg, whip it up, maybe a little ricotta. And you don't necessarily have to bread them and deep fry them. You can keep them simple. You can just saute them like that, uh, tear them, put them in... I, I love to put them on pizza. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Make a, make a pizza and just surround it with uh, squash Blossoms, a little sauce and cheese. Stick them in a quesadilla. That's, Stick them in, yeah, just with just with like the the heat. Like quesadilla, yeah. Florida
0: Calabasa, oh, exactly.
1: Yep.
0: Absolutely wonderful. And, and if you have a garden, you have to pick some of those blossoms if you want your other squashes to grow. You have to you have to get rid of those, um, Jim. You know, we're going to have to do this again. I know because we, we, we barely we've uh, got too much to talk about as always. Uh, you'll be back. And uh, we'll be back.: Yeah, next week. Can you really quickly tell me what's in your column this week? Uh, I can. I, I, uh, I, I went to a local cookware store. I saw the hundreds of cookbooks on the wall, and I started to wonder, do, cook, cook, do cookbooks still matter? And um, do uh, people actually use the cookbooks to cook with? And uh, the response was uh, quite stunning. So you can read about that today in the Boulder Weekly.
1: Can we safely say that the best thing we've tasted lately
0: is what we're eating right now? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I have to say that's that, that's uh, a wonderful thing. And uh, if you uh, need, well, you'll see pictures of it uh, online. But uh, it's really a, it's really a great thing. All right, thank you.